yo, yo, beautiful people. What's going on? It's your boy, Carrington Hawkins. And Chelsea Hawkins. And we are back in a place to be with the Way Love Goes podcast, where we share our experiences and the experiences of others in an effort to educate and change the narrative on love and relationships amongst millennials. Period. Yeah. yeah. So we are back again with a fresh episode, another um, movie uh, review. Um, This one's going to be on the newly released on Netflix movie Passing. Passing. We previously did uh, Malcolm and Marie. That was a good one. Check that episode out if you have not yet. Um, but this one we wanted to touch on just because it got, you know, so many layers to it that we thought would be um important to break down and uh share with you all. I believe so too. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh just getting into our main topic, I'm going to uh go ahead and let my lovely wife take over on that. So passing. What is Passing. Do you know? Mm, um, you don't know. I mean, not like a textbook definition, yeah. but um, I mean, from what I know of passing is uh, in the sense that we're referring to is to um, you know, to uh, Rachel Dolezal. What? Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, but she, she passed horribly. Yeah, she passed horribly. But that's that's the gist of it to um to portray a different race, basically. So passing a uh, formal definition is you know to pass a person classified as a member of one race uh, group and is accepted or perceived as a member of another. So that is, you know, the technical uh, definition of passing. And um, it's kind of different with black people because, you know, he, he like he said, you have the Rachel Dolezals that want to be black. The Kardashians. Um, not so much but people that yeah they're more appropriation it's like a difference between appropriation passing and assimilation you know appropriation is when you know like the Kardashians do they take elements from black culture and then they try to act like they created it or if somebody says that they created it they don't correct correct them um assimilating is like what black people had to do back in the day uh or you know right now um yeah when uh like how people straighten their hair mm-hmm. or because our hair isn't naturally straight so when you get perms and stuff like that that's assimilating to the european culture basically yeah. even as far as like men getting low cuts like uh, that too you know not wanting to rock the afros or their yeah. natural hair to look you know like quote unquote it. professional yeah cutting it off and then of course passing is when you can actually be perceived as a different race so like for example rashida jones rashida jones is quincy jones's um, daughter and a lot of times she is mistaken as you know somebody white or if she lived back in the day and had to pass I feel like she could pass mm-hmm. or like Meghan Markle's yep. 
Like That's a big she one. can pass. Like if she needed to pass, she can pass. And when I say needed to, we'll get to that later. Yep, we're gonna needed get, to. We're gonna get all into that. So yeah, that's like just our little gist of what passing is and everything with that child. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> but yeah, we gonna get into the movie and um, the different relationships um, that you know passing affected in that movie. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that. Okay. All right. So the main plot of the movie Passing is about a woman who um, runs into one of her old friends who is, um, well, first of all, she's, she's, she's passing herself. Both of them are Both passing. Both of them are passing. Yeah. But um, the whole, the main plot of the movie is just the, uh, the interaction between these two, these two women passing um, off as white. For you know their individual reasons, exactly. So that's basically the plot, and then you get to um, <clears throat> decipher, you know, how you feel about what they're doing, you know, within yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, we're just gonna break it down with you know what we talk about. And that's relationships. So we're going to just break it down that way because there was a lot of relationships affected by this. All different types of relationships. So we're going to start with the most important relationship, the relationship within yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the main characters were, um, her name was Claire and then Irene. Irene was the one, uh, is Tessa Thompson. Tessa, yeah. And she's like the main, main character. And she's passing as well as um, Claire. And then, uh, you know, they meet up and stuff. And so that starts that. But the uh, before we even start, it's spoilers. We're going to spoil yeah, spoilers. this. So if you uh, have not seen this and don't listen don't to want it. to... It, uh, don't want this to be room for you and don't just turn off the podcast right now and, and then, then come back yes. after you come watch back it immediately and then you'll have this discussion that you can come back to but anyway so we'll start off with Irene since she's the main character she is passing uh, for a different reason convenience yeah a different reason from Claire and it's basically convenience um, black people back in the day they didn't have access to things that white people had access to um, and so sometimes if you were lighter skinned you would pass and go into those neighborhoods and get whatever you need or go to whatever restaurants you want to and mm-hmm. you know just pass for a convenience so you can get access and the privileges that white people get back in those days so that's basically what Irene was passing for. Yes. Um, and later we can, you know, discuss that more because I feel like she had some problematic, you know, ways about herself. Yeah, very much so. We'll get into that. <laughs> but Claire, she passed for a lot. Uh, uh, she, uh, yeah, a lot. Honestly. I feel like at the beginning she passed for the privilege privilege of being white 
and getting things uh, she wanted to. Because that one of the part of the movie, she was talking about how, you know, she gets what she wants and she'll yeah. do whatever to get what she wants, even hurting somebody. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that just showed a, um, a little detail into her life that maybe she's willing to hurt herself to get what she wants. And um, she passed. Like she was really thinking, like she was really making people think that she was white. That mm-hmm. was her lifestyle. She was married to a white man who basically hated black people. Yes, and disgusted by black people. Yeah, despises black people. Mm-hmm. And she had a child with him and everything. A dark skinned child, mind we add. And we'll get which back is to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get back to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I feel like the difference between. Irene and Claire is that Irene understood she's she's married to a black person. Yeah. So she like understood understands the plight of black people more, not more. I feel like she was doing it. I for me I feel like Irene or Irene as they call her a lot in the in the movie was doing it more so for her family yeah and not so much for self she so was, she was like um because like what the pretty much the opening scene was her trying to find a specific toy yeah you know for one of her boys and everything whereas um claire was literally doing it lifestyle. for herself she just wanted yeah. the lifestyle yeah she wanted that she, she was willing to give up everything including her blackness just to have that lifestyle right so we talked about the relationships within themselves and why they did what they did so we can get into the more friendship that they had and the Mm -hmm. relationship with each other so when on the at the beginning scene when they're in that white neighborhood and they're passing uh Rini goes or Irene goes into a restaurant, I guess, or yeah, it looked like a hotel, a hotel restaurant, restaurant, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and she's like, and she catches eyes with Claire, and then Claire's just staring at her like, I would have got offended. Yeah. Like, why are you staring? At me? <laughs> but it, we find out it's the girl I know you. Yeah, <laughs> like she was like staring, and then she realized like she's in this white neighborhood, and she's like, I recognize her from like back then so like she knew she was you know she's black and mm-hmm. she knew that like she went to black schools and stuff so she's like well you know that's why she was probably staring at her like that like how do i know her mm-hmm. and then they finally meet up and uh what happened uh they finally meet up and then she's oh, yeah, just telling her like you know i know you and blah blah, blah and um so they were catching up because Irene was like, oh, my God, it's Claire and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They was catching up and stuff. And then they, I think they go to her room because uh, they were staring there. Yeah, Clay, yeah. Clay, Claire, Claire and Claire her husband, there. John, were staying at the hotel because they lived in Chicago. And his, her husband was down uh, or over in New York for business. Mm-hmm. And so they went up to the room that Claire and her husband were staying at. And they were just catching up, you know, living life and drinking. And then Claire's husband comes in. And that's when she got interested. Yeah, that's when, like, 
okay, wait a minute. But he comes in, and then they uh, Claire introduces Irene to her husband, and then you find out that he really hates black people and really uh, has messed up notions about black people and how they're violent or whatever yes. he said. Um, whatever he said, child. I don't T- typical stuff that we deal with now from white people who have never interacted with black people. Exactly, basically. So um, that's when like the mood changes, of course, because oh, what the heck. But he's still thinking that they're both white. So he's just yes. saying all this stuff. Freely. And then... Um, Irene gets really uncomfortable and she kind of gets offended because she was like, girl, why would you put me in this situation knowing that your husband white like this and racist like this? Like Cracking all type of jokes. Yeah. He even, uh, he even made a specific joke about um, Claire because, as yeah. we said, he believes that she is white and um, noticed that she has, over the years, been getting a little uh, darker. So his... Nickname for her was uh was it Nig? Nig. Nig. Yeah, sort you know. Cause he said you're starting to get dark like this like those niggers. Yeah. Saying, Sorry for the hard ER to my peoples. But that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, he's cracking all these jokes. Um, you know, Irene's getting, you know, irate at this point and decides to leave and stops talking. To, to Claire. Because she's just like, oh, you too far gone. You're doing this for a different reason. Like, I'm just doing this for convenience and getting my products and then going back to my neighborhood in Harlem and I ain't living that lifestyle. You all in it. So she distanced herself from Claire after that mm-hmm. incident. And um, so that's started that. Yeah. So that's that. That's their relationship. And they basically, because Claire, you know, I feel like she missed like the black culture and mm-hmm. things from her childhood. And so she, Irene is like representative of that since she yeah. married a black man, a black doctor at that. And, uh, and it uh, seemed like they had like, um, like a close history too, just personally from, how the interaction was. Yeah. They never got really all the way into what that personal history was, but it seemed but it, like they it, were closer than what. Yeah. Could, like, of course, back then, like that was like probably in the, when they met, that was probably like in the twenties or thirties or whatever. So probably back when they was kids, they had to go through a lot, you know, and then that probably made them close and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they probably didn't see each other after going to college or, whatever they did after they got done with school and then they finally see each other in this restaurant and then it's like, oh, wow, my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, they they stay friends because Claire reached out and she was just like, why haven't you been talking to me and stuff like that? And Matter of fact, didn't she pop up at her crib? She popped up at her house. She, she wrote her a letter first. Yeah, she wrote her letters and stuff first. Yeah, she popped up at her house because she was like, why do you write me back? But anyway, so they stayed uh, friends after that. Once I feel like once Irene saw that she was kind of wanting to be in the culture again, Mm -hmm. 
she was like, okay, she can come and, you know, you know, stay with us and live this life, you know, through us and, you know, do it like that. So that was their friendship. That's like they basically the gist of their friendship. Um, and we'll get into other things later. But uh, we can talk about, we talked about the relationship with themselves. Talked about their friendship. Now we'll talk about their husbands. Because I feel like there's pretty yes. much dynamics with that too. A whole lot. So I feel like with Irene, um, even though she still was wanting to be black, you know, and passing for convenience, passing as white for convenience. I feel like she still had uh, issues with certain things like, you know, telling her kids about racism. Very much so. I definitely didn't want to skim over that. Yeah. That was, um, we'll we'll get more into it when we talk about the relationship as it pertains to the kids. But yeah, she did. She had a very big issue with talking about race issues and just stuff in general with her husband. And she got, um, yeah, she would get frustrated when he would bring these up. And you could tell that like, he was like, I'm going to bring this up. I don't care how you feel because they need to know. Because it's just like how today, like, if you have a black child, you literally have to talk to have the talk with them before they get in the real world. Because when they get in the real world and they experience racism, it's kind of harsher if they don't know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so the dad was trying to do that a little by little, you know, like uh, when the man was lynched and he saw it in the newspaper and then he told his son about it. And then Irene was like, you know, I don't think we should be introducing these things so early, but it's like mm-hmm. you are you're passing as white for convenience. You should know, like. This is what's this going is, on. Yeah, this is what's going on. They need to know, you know? So, what's another thing about the relationship with Irene and her husband? Um, I mean, well, she, at, like, at first when she, uh, you know, when, um, what's you call her, when Claire came around, like, he was kind of, like, clowning her because she was, like, you know, full out passing for white. So, it was, like, not, like, the typical black person that they dealt with. Right. Um, I really feel like uh, side note that he was really pro black. Yeah, yeah, he very much so. And then, um, so like she, he was th- thrown off by her initially, and even that um dynamic between them changed. It went from, um, you know, it went from him not really thinking like she's cool peoples to like him having a better relationship with Claire than um what Irene did. And that caused some jealousy. Very, a whole lot. Like some assumptions from Irene, like this girl trying to come in and take my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, what else with them? I think that they... They're, oh, yes. This is another one. She wasn't very intimate. Oh yeah, with her husband. She was very cold, a cold person. Yeah, I don't, we Not don't know. affectionate. We don't know if that has anything to do with, like, I have my assumptions. I feel like, I feel like deep down that, um, 
she she might have had a different sexual preference, but given the the time frame of you know the what we're talking 30s. about is like twenties or thirties, might be forties. But anyhow, that wasn't anything that was largely accepted. And at the, at that time, and that's why I said I felt like they um Irene and Claire had like a deeper history just based off of their interactions and just body language and certain things that were said throughout the movie. Um, and just like I said, just how uh, Irene interacted with her husband. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just there. They didn't share a lot of intimate moments and like a lot of his love felt forced on her yeah. at, at some points of the movie. That is true. Well, we talked about Irene and her husband. We going to talk about Claire and her husband and you really don't see him. You really um, don't see him. Yeah, not. Most of the movie. For most actually. of the movie. And, and like with, with poignant parts, that's the only time you see him. So the only time you see him is when Irene gets introduced to them and he'd be saying, he said all that racist stuff. And then towards the end. And then towards the end when Irene's out with another friend, one of her friends from the black community, and she runs into him. So, like, he sees her in the... I don't even know why he was down there if he didn't yeah. like black people. Now I'm thinking about it. Why was he down there? <laughs> but anyway, he sees her with her black friend, and then he puts two to, and two and two together, and was like, this girl's black. Mm-hmm. And then she, he probably put two and two together with his wife and was like, she black. So that's... So we literally see him three times. So it was that first time, the second time, and then the last scene... Um, where he, Irene and Claire and her husband and everybody's going to a party at some hotel and it's like a black party, of course. And he, uh, that's why I said that he probably found out that she was black because he like, you know, crashed the party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, you need to come with me and we'll get into what happened, you know, with that later. So as you said earlier, um, Claire's husband really believed that she was black by all, I mean, sorry, white, white. <laughs> that she wasn't black and that she was white. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, he believed that she was white um, wholeheartedly, even though they had a, uh, a darker skinned child, um, mixed child, of course, um, but was on the darker side. And um, he himself, uh, you know, like I said he, he seemed like even if, he wasn't a full out racist. He was, you know, the controlling type. Um, he just, he did business, expected his, you know, wife to be around at his every beck and call pretty much. Um, they sent uh, their child off to, what was it, Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah, sent the kid off to Switzerland to a boarding school. Why Switzerland? We don't know. White, uh, white, 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 white. Well, yeah, um, and even like I said, their relationship was strained because he was never around. Like, she, um, it was just her. He was always going on business, and she kind of actually liked it that way because it made it easier for her to pass because he didn't have to be around her like that. Right. But um, what was I about to say? Oh my gosh, I forgot. Um, but. With Claire, oh yeah, with Claire and John, because that's his name. John. Very, um, 
John Smith. <laughs> Just kidding. But John, um, I feel like she started off the relationship with him like, oh, yes, I picked, you know, a good one. This guy will give me the lifestyle that I always wanted. And then once she realized he really hated black people, I felt like she stayed in there. One, for the lifestyle, but two, for survival. Yeah, after he found out, well, after she found out that he really hated black people. Ex- I think it was a more survival deal than anything. Yeah, because, like, like they was doing, uh, like, little news reportings about lynchings and stuff. So, I bet her seeing that on, like, newspapers and then knowing the husband that she has and then passing all that together she was probably like i'm gonna just keep on doing this and i'm gonna uh just do this to survive because if i you know if somebody finds me out i'm gonna i'm gonna be killed mm-hmm. he probably gonna kill me you know so she probably was scared of uh scared of because even if she tried to leave him or whatever and then he found out he could still haunt her down and try to kill her. Yes, so like indeed. even, you know, I don't know. It's just a lot. So nah, especially then it was too easy to kill a black person yeah, and, and get away no with no reprimand for it. Yeah. But um we're gonna briefly talk about the kids because they weren't especially Claire's kids. Yeah, Claire's she was kid nowhere to be found. Not in the movie at all. I would have loved this. Seeing the beautiful black child, um, but that's why we're talking about it because that plays in the factor of the different layers um, of this movie. Like the relationship between Claire and her child was non existent. Like she was willing to, you know, pretty much disown her own kid, you know, for the sake of her relationship with her husband. But I was just her thinking the other day, like, was that for survival too? Yeah, could have been. You know, like, they ain't going to kill my child, so let me send her away to Switzerland. True. Where, you know, they kind of ignorant about, you know, American race relations and send her over there where she's completely safe and there ain't 5,000, you know, news reports on lynchings, mm-hmm. you know? That's that's a good that's a good outlook on that. Because I really feel like she really you know loved her child because she would bring her up and talk about her, you know. Because I feel like if she really wanted to disown her child, she wouldn't even talk about her, you know. True, true. But I just feel like she probably for her safety sent her away from away from her dad, you know, especially, mm-hmm. and sent her to this foreign place where you know race relations or American race relations aren't really prevalent. Yeah. And then she can get an education and have, you know, that type of lifestyle as well. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. So that's Claire and her daughter's relationship. What do you think about Irene Rini's, uh, she has two black sons. What do you feel about their relationship? Um, their relationship was, I don't know, I feel like, like I said, so I feel like she was a great mother, but she tried to coddle them way too much. Yeah. Given the, just the reality of what they were living in, like, 
like we uh, mentioned earlier, um, she didn't want to talk about any, you know, race issues or things of that nature with them at all up to the point that her oldest boy got upset about it. Like, you know, hey, like, like I'm, he's seeing this stuff. I'm old enough to not be right. talked to like a kid. He actually at one point during the movie got called a dirty, a dirty Negro. N word. You know With what I mean? Yeah, hard ER. So he's going through these things and he's looking, you know, to his parents for some clarity on this stuff. And whereas the the father's yeah. trying to give him the clarity, mom's shutting it down. You know, Irene, she just shuts it down. So that that in itself causes, you know, an issue in their relationship because how can you, you know, you trust this person to, you know, protect you and keep you informed. But not tell me everything that I'm seeing because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what his, the little kid's issue was with that. It's like, I'm out here. I'm black. I know what's going on. You know, I read the newspapers. I can read, you know. Because mind you, none of her husband nor her children could pass. They were all they were dark skin. Dark skinned black people. So like she was the only one that could pass. So it's like I don't know if her kids knew that she passed, but if they knew, then it'll make sense even more why he was angry at her mm-hmm. like you passing so much to the point her children actually were drawn more to claire yeah like the, crying and being upset that claire couldn't make it tonight like, like mad they, yeah like as a matter of fact the day that he was called out of his name he was more upset that uh that claire wasn't coming because like his dad said she was then than anything but why do you think that because the everybody in the household did gravitate to claire i don't know it, it maybe it was because i don't know, I feel like it was maybe because she was like going she was in a spot where she was getting back in touch with her roots mm-hmm. and something so like she was just like more being more sociable and you know people gravitating towards her whereas you know Rini or Irene was kind of, you know, I don't say like not standoffish, but like I said, like she was a little bit more cold. cold. Um, she and she worked. She worked with other white folks and stuff like that. Like her, uh, her boss was white. That they did. They threw like a little. Um, like it was some dance where like a lot of white people come down and they're out interacting with black people and they're dancing. It's a whole you know kumbaya. Uh, but like that was the most social that we've seen, you know, Irene throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Like that moment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, so we went through all the relationships. We're going to go to the end of the movie. Another spoiler alert. Because we're about to tell you what happens. But um, basically, they are at the party that I was talking about um, where we see. Claire's husband for the last time on the last scene. And they're at this uh, black party, her, uh, Irene and her husband with other people. John, Claire's husband, comes to the party, crashes it, and says, where is she, where is she, where is she? I know she's up here with you people. Yeah. And so she's running towards Irene. And then Irene's smoking out the window 
And um, even her husband, like, tells her, like, you should probably close the window because somebody can fall through it. And so uh, this is what confuses me. So uh, Claire comes to Irene uh, running from her husband. And then her husband comes up to both of them. And then Irene, like, as a protective thing like puts her arm she puts her arm in front of claire but then also pushes her out the window yeah so it's it's one of those things where we don't know if she was it's like one of the poetic things yeah like if we were if she was just in full protection mode or if she she was jealous to push her yeah because i was thinking it could be it was like something totally innocent an innocent mistake where she like was really trying to protect her and then accidentally pushed her out the window and then another thing could be is that she because at the party she kind of seemed off yeah she was a little little because everybody was on uh on clear at the time yeah so it could have been that that she was jealous and that was a way to get rid of her I don't know. Um, And it also could be like a poetic type of thing that the director from the movie was trying to like portray how like if you get caught up in this lifestyle and you get too far into it, Mm -hmm. you can die, you know, type of deal. Something something you can die in the literal sense or something within you dies yourself. Yeah. So that type of thing. And that's really up to the viewer. And I don't know which one to pick. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) Half of me feels very strongly that she was quite jealous of her and just the way that she was able to come in and uh, assimilate to their crew of people and, you know, people just gravitate towards her. Whereas, like, she had been passing and doing this and people weren't fooling with her like that. Right. So it's like it just leaves. I know people are like, oh, why are they in the movie like that? Well, I don't even know. But sometimes movies have to end like that so we can have this conversation as to, you know, all the concepts and themes that happened in the movie, you know, and it ends like that. And then the conversation, like, it just creates an even bigger conversation because why does she do that? Mm-hmm. You know? Because I think about, I think about, um, like, as far as, like, how... What I got is like just how people, like I said, just in general, for the most part, have always gravitated towards the, you know, folks with more fair skin. True. Um, you know, it's they pro black. Even if they pro black, like um, it's just it's just one of those things where it's a it's a constant thing. Like we even deal with it now. We're in twenty twenty one, and you you still get the you know, the light skin versus dark skin and, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those preferences or people telling, you know, dark skin women like, oh, you're, you're, you're pretty for a dark skin girl. Like right. silly stuff like that when they would never say that to somebody who was, who you know, was more like, fair skin. Yeah, yeah. You're um, pretty for a light skin girl. Yeah. No, we never, ne- I have never heard that. Never heard that. So as like, and, and I have to note that like, um, Claire does look like passes better than Irene in a sense she has more um she has blonde hair she she had blonde hair her her facial features were um were more to the uh the Caucasian descent yeah it for me having lack of better words um 
than you know than uh than Tessa's character Irene. And it was it was clear she didn't wear hats. Um, like uh, Irene would wear hats to like cover up her, a lot of her facial features. Yeah, and stuff like that. She didn't do that, so it was like she's coming in as this. Claire's coming in as this, you know, this beautiful, fair-skinned woman who's been passing as white, sliding in with the black folks. And they love her. And they love Everybody her. Everybody loves her. And, like, Irene was probably like, dang, I, I've been here the whole time, y'all, and y'all love me like this. Mm-hmm. But it's just a lot. We can go on and on. So we just we just wanted to give y'all this just so that it um it opens up you know maybe just open up a conversation in y'all homes yeah. um to just just reflect you know on these things definitely check the movie out a couple more times we're probably going to end up watching it again just to see things we might have missed or just other little nuances in there because there's a whole lot to unpack mm-hmm. you know not enough for our our little podcast because we. We don't want to hold you hostage that long. We don't. <laughs> I know y'all, you know, got some stuff to do. Y'all have all the time to listen to every single episode and this long episode because this is probably the longest episode. We In did a while. Yeah. But there was a lot to go over. Yeah, show us. That was a lot. I need to take a break, a brain, get my brain a break. <laughs> Dude. But, um, so. I think not next week or the week after, but like the last week of December, we're going to do what we did like last year where we pick like three to five hot topics throughout the year of 2021. We're going to be discussing them. Nothing that we brought up before. So we're not going to talk about like uh, the baby and. None of that. We got we got new stuff. Yeah. So we're going to. Talk about that probably the last week of December, and then we will be back with new episodes uh, in January. Yes, indeed. And so, hope y'all ready. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. So that is going to be it for this episode, episode 15. 15. 15. We made it to 15 episodes. We thank everybody who has been listening to all of our new listeners. Please make sure that you are going back and you know, diving into all that other good content that we have for you. And, you know, stay tuned for everything that we have in store. Once again, my name is Carrington Hawkins. My name is Chelsea Hawkins. And this is the Way Love Goes podcast. We'll holla at y'all in a minute. Yes. Peace. Peace.